Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 181, and I have got part three of my interview and conversation with PJ Cuba. Coming up on this episode, I just want to give you an encouragement today. Live with all you've got. Go for it in every way, shape, form, or fashion. Do whatever you can to bring glory to God today, just like my friend PJ. I'm going to turn it over to our conversation. Consumer Christianity is simply like, what am I going to gain from this? And I'm, I'll admit, like, you know, that that was my mindset for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we we get caught up in seasons of it, like where it's like, what what's going to benefit me by going to this event? And in some equations, we have to ask ourselves that. Yeah. When we're planning, we ask the question, how is this going to draw people? What is what is it about this? But it's that it again, we want to be intentional. Mm-hmm. What, like the the Better Man Bible Study is a huge one right now. I just ordered the booklet booklet myself. Yeah. My um, equation behind that is like, what is drawing people to this? Yeah. Are they going to be a better man because of it? Are they going to be a better husband, a better father, a better just overall man in a world that tells you that anybody can be a man? Yeah. And so um, we have to be intentional in that aspect. And so for the college student or anybody, I would just say like, you want like ultimately everybody wants to change the world in some manner. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us just want to cruise through it and just get through it because they don't they don't see a purpose. But we all ultimately have one. If we had to write one down, everybody has one. So how do you change the dynamic when everybody else is doing one thing? And it's true what the word says. You know, we're we're called to be set apart, but yeah. we have to ask how do we do it? And you know, some days I I have to ask myself. So yeah, I think that question looms up in the air. Yeah. Um, well, and I think too, you know, you hit you you had a good statement that, you know, whenever we plan things, talking about church leaders, right? So whenever we plan like events, like I'm sitting here look at this board as I said a minute ago, and you know, you've got this event coming up, and and you and I have had had conversations about this specific event, right? I, yeah. I'm a ministry coach. I I consult churches and help churches, help church leaders, and and PJ is one of my. Um, I'm one of his rookies. One of my, he is my, he's my rookie. Yeah. The guy gets thrown into student ministry a couple months ago and he's like, uh, help. <laughs> um, and so I have, I've been around the block a few times with student ministry. So, um, in, in that, like, you know, we talk about your different events and different, and, and even, I mean, break it down. It doesn't even have to be a big event, right? It can be a sermon. Like yeah. how is, how is your sermon going to impact influence? What's the work going to, how am I going to apply this? Yes, exactly. And, and what is our job? Like, you know, if you think if, if people are consuming, then let's give them something good to consume. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't want Touché. I don't want a full church of consumers. Right. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want a church full of producers. Yep. Those that are producing things. And by that, you know, we we're called to make disciples. You don't you don't consume disciples. Right. You make disciples. So it's right. something that you are producing. And so in this in this producing, like in your sermon prep, um, how do you and this is a question that for, you know, all the pastors that may hear this, yeah. uh, how does PJ, because honestly, and I, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in front of me, uh, you, you are one of the best speaker communicators I've heard. Stop. It. And you're and I'm for real. Like you're, you're really good at it. Um, I was, in fact, I, honestly, this is going to sound terrible. And so to bring you back down, I, uh, <laughs> when I, I first came to hear you preach, um, 
I thought, okay, well, it's, it's PJ. It's, he's, you know, a 25 year old kid. He's going to get up and give it his best shot, you know. And I remember back when I was 25, man, those, I, I found some, uh, some oh, notes. Oh, buddy, you have I, no idea. I found some notes from sermons I preached early on. It was like, oh, these were, these were bad. Let me tell you like, something. My first one was in a Sunday school, like basically breakfast and Bibles. Yeah. Yeah. And it was called, it was, I was, I'm a 20 year old kid saying what a real man is. I was just, Ooh, that yeah. was what it was called. That a sounds real man. strong. That sounds strong. And I had it would say I'd say a sentence and quote a piece of scripture. Say a yeah. sentence, quote a piece of scripture. One was like a real man cries, and I even like was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll prove it. I'm a real man. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like a hundred pounds. Yeah, and, yeah. Soaking so, wet. Yeah, yep, that's, yeah. That's a real man right there. Right. A real so, man. Hadn't. Yeah. And and. So when I first came to hear you, I remember thinking like, okay, here's here's PJ. You know, the bar was set low. You're young. You know, I say we're young. I respect it was, that. It was like a couple months ago. Um, you you know, you were way young back then. Being uh, really authentic know, right now. Being very authentic. It. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, okay, here he is. And honestly, you were a couple couple of uh, uh, maybe a point in after the int- introduction, and I thought, and this is like rich. This is good. And and honestly, you know, I was I began to listen, take some notes. I thought, man, and and I know that. You know the Holy Spirit works through anyone who, who the Holy Spirit chooses to work through. So, if you know if it's a, I, I talk about it on the podcast. Some of my daughters, like you know, who's you know twelve years old or fourteen years old, I'll hear the Holy Spirit talking through them because they're they're believers. They put their faith and trust in Him. They read yeah. the Word. They do these things that you know the the Holy Spirit will use them to speak to me. So I know the Holy Spirit uses anybody, and He can do anything. And so sometimes I sell them short, but knowing that, like. What, how much time, I guess, because you are, you are a very eloquent speaker, you are a very good communicator, how much time do you put into sermons and prepping them to, for the consumers out there to get some good food from? I've always been taught um, a leader in my life, as well as I've heard stats before. They say, you know, 20 hours is typically what you would want to put into a sermon. And mm-hmm. I, I don't always hit that if I'm sitting here being honest with you. Um, balance and again, discipline is something I'm trying to learn, Mm -hmm. um, that God has evidently like smacked me in the face with and said like, this is what you need to do. And I'm like, okay. And I still like, I'm running the other way. Yeah. Like Jonah. Yeah. And so, um, whatever, whatever happened to Jonah? That's the question that we still ponder. <laughs> I, you said he's a fisherman. He ended up being a fisherman. I feel probably. like he went to fish. Yeah, I feel like he was like, I'm going to start catching these guys I now. I think he probably died. I think so. I'm sure he died uh, at some yeah, point. Period. It's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> right, after the, right after the story's over, it's like, yeah, he died. Yeah. I will say this about Jonah. This is a, uh, a side topic. I preached a sermon on Jonah one time. Or is it, it was talk a, about what he smelled like? It was a, no, I'm not going to talk about that. I, I preached a, a D-Now or a camp or something. I can't remember what it was about Jonah. And one of the phrases that stuck out, and I don't know if I read this somewhere. I don't know if God revealed it through the scripture. I'm not really sure what happened. I just, I'll never forget the phrase that just stuck in my brain. Jonah's story wasn't written while his story was being lived out. So like most of the time I'll jump in the scripture and I try to get real time, right? I try to be in there and like, okay, let's, let's look around while we're in here. Let's see the faces of people. Let's hear the sound of VR. Yeah, exactly. Put the VR glasses on and let's, let's, you know, experience it. And I began to think Jonah didn't write this story while he was on the run. He didn't write this story while he went to preach. He didn't write this story when he ended up where he needed to be. The story was written at the end. Like Mm -hmm. it was a, it was a, this is what's happened to me. Recap. Yeah. And so it was like, don't 
you know, your story is not finished yet. So don't feel like, you know, I'm in the belly of this big fish and everything's awful in here and it's stinking. It's nasty. It's bad. It's awful. Why did I run, you know, or even like through the middle of, you know, he preached and everybody changed their life. Everybody repented. Mm -hmm. Every person, which we talked about a minute ago, you know, can you imagine preaching and every single person that hears you repents? Like we're going on a, I mean, we're throwing a parade, bro. It's like, Hey, check out this preacher, right? Every, every per hundred percent conversion rate. Right. And Jonah goes out and he's like, just kill me. Like this is, yeah. I don't, I just want to die. This is the worst. I'm like, man, but his story wasn't written on the run, you know? And so our story is not meant to be written on the run. Like, yeah, take some notes as you go, but that's just to help you remember what God's done after it's, after it's all said and done. I hope you were encouraged today by our conversation with PJ Cuba. Know that I am continuing to coach that young man, making sure he is giving glory and honor to God in everything he does. It is a blessing and an honor to watch as young men of faith step into what God's called them to do and live their life to the fullest. Encourage your pastors today. Encourage those that have been put in spiritual leadership in your life.